Hi, my name is Jamie Lynch, and you are listening to Eating Habits, my podcast about everything restaurants. I will explore the human element of the hospitality business, and I'll talk to the who's who in restaurants, explore their stories, and hear what's on their minds in the ever-changing landscape of the food and beverage industry. This is Joe Sasto, and you're listening to Eating Habits. Hey everyone, it's Monday again. That means another episode of Eating Habits. This week, I catch up with my buddy Joe Sasto at the Charleston Wine and Food Festival. We had a blast catching up, having a nice conversation about his mustache, his pasta tools, and even his favorite snacks. So give this episode a listen, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, here we go. Hey, Joe. Hey, Jamie. Welcome back to Charleston, dude. So good to see you. What's going on, man? Very exciting. It's super exciting. I, I missed your face. Can we, first of all, set the scene for yes, everybody please. listening? Because please. Because I imagine this isn't where you normally always record the podcast. This is the first time we've recorded on and SV Blue Healer. I feel very privileged to be on SV Blue Healer. Not everybody knows what SV Blue Healer is, and it's not a uh, an intuitive guess as to what that means either. Yes. It's your sailboat. Sailing vessel Blue Healer. A sailing vessel. It's a this vessel. Is, this, is a vessel. this is a vessel. This is a vessel of joy <laughs> and inspiration. <laughs> it's a love boat. It is a love boat. It's exactly. A love That's boat. exactly we are right. We're sitting in the marina in Charleston, South Carolina. Yep. And it's a beautiful day outside. It was actually shorts weather today. I'm in my shorts right I, now. I was wearing shorts, but I realized I was. I went out last night and it got cold as soon as the sun set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I right. say the word cold very loosely. Yeah, cause because. I'm kind of a princess when it comes to weather. <laughs> I like gold, no, not a print, Goldilocks. You're and maybe if Goldilocks is a princess, then yes, I also wear the Are you crown. sensitive? Are you sensitive to the weather? I'm very sensitive to the weather. I'm Calif- California boys are not made for drastic changes in weather. So let's talk about where you're at right now. I'm in, yes, I'm in San met, Francisco. You had a move. Oh, you're right. Because the well, last time you and I met. You were an LA boy. I was an LA boy. Yeah. I'm back in San Francisco now. You okay. know, LA was great. I still like L.A. The food in L.A. is absolutely amazing. I just didn't see myself planning roots in L.A. long term. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things I didn't like about L.A. Like Um, what? The traffic being one of them. (laughs) And it's you're the first person to say that. Yeah, right. (laughs) And I mean, like until you live there, you you really don't understand what traffic is. And it's like I was where was I somewhere? I was in like I don't even know maybe wherever I just was somewhere in Arizona. And there was like maybe like four cars at a traffic light. And the guy I was driving with, he's like, dude, I'm sorry about this traffic. You're like, like, bro, this is amazing. We got so much space. Nothing. The traffic is when the light turns green and no one moves. And Mm -hmm. that happens three times in a row. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And you're just going to pull whatever hair you have left out of your head. And go insane. And I also, I didn't do myself any favors when I was living in L.A. I was, like, in the heart of Hollywood mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, you like, were right, like, near on the that. Chinese Theater. Yeah, and like that's, Sunset like, the middle Boulevard of it. And just Spider-Man's like, out, like, lives outside. Yes, there was, like, always <laughs> Iron Man or Spider-Man yeah. nearby. If I needed a photo op, I didn't, yeah. like, have to get to Times Square. You need to get saved. Very similar to Times Square, I imagine, if you're living in New York. Yep. And so, um, you know, fast forward. L.A. was great. I did my three and a half, four years or so there. That's a long time. That's a that's a that is an accomplishment. It's a good stint. Yeah, I think it's so. It's a good stint. Yep. And it's funny, like a friend of mine had like just bought a house. He's like, "Oh my god, I love L.A. Like planting roots." And I was whoa. like, "Dude, whoa, <laughs> who who are you? Whoa, yeah." First of all, congratulations. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm house, so happy for you. Adulting, Peace. all of those things. Um, but Gotta I. Go. 
I had to move back to San Francisco. I had an opportunity. We got a really good uh, place we love. Where, like, where are you at? Where are you at in San Fran? Because um, you know I used to live in San near, Fran, right? We're near Candlestick, where the stadium used to be, kind of like okay. on the inner bay. Yep. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I like to refer to it as Candlestick Bay. I don't know if that's really a place. <laughs> you're it you're just branding sounds, your own neighborhood? It sounds great, you know, because it's not the dog patch. It's not the marina. It's not the Mission Bay. Right. It's Candlestick Bay. Okay. It's I, bay. I like it. There's water. It sounds great. You heard it here um, first. Candlestick Bay, Candlestick San Francisco. Candlestick Bay, San Francisco. Uh, so that's it. where we are. Cool. Um, and it's awesome. You know, my heart will always be, I think, in the Bay Area. Yeah. That's just like where I learned to cook. I fell in love. Like everything about it. It's okay, so like, let's talk about all that stuff. You, yeah. you, you started it. I want to talk let's about learning to cook, falling in love, San Francisco. All of the things. Yeah. And, and really, I want to know about, like, I want to talk a little bit about the past two years because I haven't seen you in a hot minute. And Does a lot's really changed. Been, it's been two years, at least. Yeah, it's so, been. Wow. It's been. Longer. I think it was three. Longer. It was probably three years the last time that you were in Charleston for wine and food. Right, because so we this were is cooking, like a three, and we, we did were, the we dinner at, at formerly Five Church now, now Church, Church and Union. Union. Correct. Thank you for that. Yes, of <laughs> course. Thanks for getting it straight. And someone even said to me, they were like, "Oh, Church and Union is this this brand new? Jamie must have just opened it." I was like, "No, I think he just rebranded." Mm-hmm. But good job noticing. Yeah, <laughs> way to be way to be on. <laughs> that means our marketing team yes. is crushing it. Uh-huh. They they know what they're doing. They knew what they were doing. Okay, so let's talk about um, San Fran. And and so I'm interested as to like what you're up to now. I don't, I don't think a lot of people know what you do, like. We could we could spend a lot of time talking about that, which could potentially be a good conversation because it's different than what we normally talk about on podcasts. Right. Normally we do podcasts and it's like, oh, you know, the culinary journey. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like if anybody wants to know that about me that's out there listening. Check my bio. Check. Yes. <laughs> well, I've, I've told my story many times. Yeah. Um, well what I have What I haven't told many times is kind of this transition into, um, for lack of a better word, uh, a creator. Yeah, a creator. You are a creator. Um, so now I kind of you like are full even, of content. You know, a chef, a chef and creator, and it's like I'm not only creating content, I'm creating a lot of things, um, but content Tontos. definitely being one of them. Yes, uh, and so it's been an interesting transition, and I think we all saw it like with 2020 and the yeah. rise of social media and all of these different platforms and outlets for people to express themselves and really make cooking accessible. Totally. And there's just there's been a huge boom in cooking, and it started virtual and now back to real life. And you know, there's there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to being a creator working in the digital media what what do you think those mis- what what is the biggest misconception about well i think i mean if you don't know this i think everybody knows this but maybe we throw it out there that like instagram is made to to make your life look gra- glamorous totally you know what i'm saying like, my life looks amazing on instagram everybody's life looks amazing <laughs> on instagram that's the point of instagram right um, but it's a but it's a little it's a little dirtier than that. It's, it's a little dirtier. grimy sometimes. It's a little tough. It's and a there's little... there's a lot more ups and downs. And totally. I think one thing that you know maybe I, I've seen some other creators start to normalize this is you almost like get this like social fatigue mm-hmm. from doing it. And like it takes a lot to put yourself out there and even get started. Totally. And so I've talked to a lot of other chefs, a lot of other people that are like you know have seen me succeed in this area. 
and they've like we've had long conversations about like how to get started what it takes to get started i've given like lots of advice on it but to really open up and put yourself out there is not an easy thing to do sure um because you're essentially just like letting it all out for strangers all over the world and it's not always good or nice things that people have to say, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yeah. And especially in like this internet age where people can hide behind a keyboard or hide behind a screen, yep. people say things that are totally inappropriate and that I know they wouldn't say in real life. Yeah, to your face to, or, or like, to anyone's yeah, face. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Right. They're um, hiding behind this like anonymity type yes. situation. So all well, of let me, that. Let me ask you a quick question about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what is more difficult. Is it more difficult um, to put yourself out there, or is it more difficult to be popular at it, to get followers, to get traction? Uh, What's more difficult? Put, like just getting out there and, and like taking the risk. I think that's. Or I would it, say getting the getting the success with it is definitely harder. Yeah. Because it's easy to get over any insecurities you may have. Okay. I mean, I for I you imagine, it is. Yes. I imagine for anyone. How, how, how do you handle the the, the shit bags that that you know just say stupid shit like? You see, I, hey, I Joe get a, get a new fucking style for your mustache or yeah. whatever the fuck they say. You see, I I engage with every single one of them. You're awesome. And, how the hell do you do that? And it's like the kind of thing where I don't. Um, I think they say it not expecting me to be a real person or yeah. to like actually be the one that's controlling the account and actually reading the DMs or actually reading things that I'm tagged in. And so I see it a lot on like for like BuzzFeed Tasty. They have like, you know, 68 million followers or something. I'm yeah. just throwing out a number, but something yeah. great. It's, it's a lot. In, in it's that huge. Range. Um, and so when I get posted and reposted on BuzzFeed, which happens often, a lot of people come out of the woodwork and just say the most random, ridiculous thing. Give me one just... Uh, I did. Thing. I did. I did a steamed chicken recipe. It okay. was like chicken baked inside of a pumpkin, which is ridiculous. I saw that. Yeah, that um, was, it but was it, it's it's steamed. It's like yeah. in a vessel. Right. So and like every comment was just like, "Oh, the skin is so soggy. The chicken looks soggy. There's yeah. no flavor. You didn't use any seasoning. There's no flavor." <laughs> yeah. And it's like, people will have to get over this conception that just because there's no spices. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's not seasoned. Yeah. And there's such thing as like not crispy skin chicken. Like totally. boiled chicken, steamed chicken. Like there's many ways to cook chicken. Yep. And just so many negative comments are like bar face and gross and da, da, da. it's like Although I wouldn't know anything about that because I, I can't cook chicken <laughs> to save my life. I think every time you've had to cook chicken, even against me yeah. in Last Chance Kitchen, Fuck it. didn't work out yeah. for you. <laughs> So, um, so your chicken looked amazing to yes. me, Joe. So I, I, the I do know how to cook chicken. <laughs> um, I've cooked chicken very yeah. well on all the occasions that I've been put up to it. And uh, I so, just get, so what do you say back to those people? So, I, so when I, they start, when they heckle you or they say, hey, Joe. I just what? engage. Yeah. A lot of times, like, like sometimes depending on how negative they are. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey, do you like that's really mean. Why are you yeah. being mean? And just like something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of times they'll be like, oh my God, I'll get like a DM or something. Yeah, they'll be like, like, oops, sorry. I didn't. Sorry, I was having a bad day. I didn't mean it. Love that. Um, some Taking other my day people out on you. will respond and be like, don't like, they think I'm personally hurt by it. And other strangers will reach out and be like, dude, don't get upset by them. They're just like being mean on the yeah. internet. Yeah. And like, because there's no tone mm -hmm. in comments. Right. And that's like, so people don't realize that even my comment back, it's like, I'm not saying anything upset. I'm not like, Frustrated yeah. or agitated, I'm literally yeah. smiling and just. I'm, like, I'm just engaging with I'm you, man. Engaging. I want to hear your story. Yeah, and What's up? so, 
Why know, so negative? Why so negative? Yeah, why is this chicken bumming you out so hard? Yes. You know, why and why are you getting that upset about this? Uh-huh. Um, they're, they're like taking it personally. And then because they take it so personally, they think I'm taking it personally. Right. But that's not the case. And yeah. I just very much like roll with it and to have fun with it and respond to every single one of them. And a lot of times like people are like, oh, you're being uh, because I'm responding. What do people say? They're like, oh, you're you can't take any criticism. Oh, yeah. Or, I love that. You know, it's like I'm not arguing back with you. Sure. I'm literally just like responding and saying, hey, you know, that's not nice. Yeah. I'm just calling you out for yeah. being kind of a meanie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh huh. And were know. you always were you always able to kind of let that shit roll off your back no. and just like no. at first did it it kind of bother you and you well not frustrated? that not that shit particularly okay growing up like flashback you know high school or you know whatever high school middle school definitely was like the target of bullying uh huh like I imagine most kids were I don't sure. know really anyone that was never that wasn't bullied if. I mean, maybe I don't know. I was—I think I was bullying people. Yeah, I was, you were the bully. I was a meanie. You're yeah, the meanie. Okay. Yeah. So I was <laughs> being bullied for the most part, and so like I—I I had lived and grew up with that. Yeah. And so I think now at this point, I know like who I am. I'm comfortable and confident in yeah. everything that I do, and so I've gotten to the point where like those things don't bother me. Like very—you yeah. can't really say most people. I can't think of things people can say to me. I'm sure there are things. Sure. Um, that I would get like personally upset about yeah. or offended. Everybody's by. got feelings. Yes. Uh, so I just but, you know I let it all go and it's and it's just kind of for, for fun. Yeah. You know it's it's social media and people forget that it's social media and that right. the point is to be so social. Right. Like totally engage with everyone. Yep. There's a lot of high profile accounts out there that are literally just accounts. They're not people. They have lost the social aspect. Right. Of they're it. they're a marketing. Yeah, machine or something. So I've I've always, no matter how much I grow or get into, I try to always take that approach and remember I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for those people that have always supported me or that follow me or that make my recipes or whatever it is. And so I want to make myself available to them. I want to be social. I want to like yeah. you know, there's a two way, it's a two way street. It's a two way dialogue. And like, Would you say that that's part of the success of being a creator is being engaging? I and like being to available. think so. Okay. Because it's part of building a community. Mm -hmm. And so that community supports you. It uplifts you. It helps extend your reach. Yep. It's like all of the things that not only like the algorithm likes to make your content more popular. Right. It's just things that the, the community likes. People like people like to be heard. People like to be seen. Do you pay attention to the algorithm? Do you do you like I have look my at that own stuff? Theories. Yes. Okay. I very but but much you do, do like track it like every month. You kind of look at it and say what's going on with my not that detailed. No. 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 no, no it's no. just like a I rough like, like I have a I have a rough like I have theories as to like things that perform well, things yeah. that don't. Why if I do this, do well, this gets good yes, a lot of traction. Uh -huh. All of those. You want to share any of your secrets? I I have a firm belief that much like much like facial recognition, mm -hmm. there is text recognition. Okay. So if you post uh, a flyer or you use particular keywords that are, is blatantly promoting something, mm -hmm. come to my dinner, buy tickets for this, yeah. don't forget to tune in for that, Instagram doesn't like that. Ah. Because you're not paying Instagram for that marketing exposure. Right. You're not running ads. Ooh. And so it you picks up on that. You're trying and, and to you think, create you think there's an, an algorithm that kind of like filters that suppresses stuff. Suppresses that stuff. Ah, um, versus if you just post something that's like, here's a picture of a cute cat. Yeah. You're not promoting anything. You're yeah. just sharing like, this, love. This, I'm bringing this cute cat to my dinner. Yeah. See you there. But see, so you said see you there. Oh, and they're like, no, no, no. I would, I would remove the word see you there from my caption. But what if I use the C 
you for, I think, ch- for I church think and union. It hasn't gotten that smart yet. So see you there. Yeah, I Got think it? you're safe with that. <laughs> I think we all know at this point everybody's pushing video content. Yep. So it's like we're no longer posting just photos. Yep. Um, do you think do you think algorithms like video like they like the reels and the Oh, they said like the, the I forget his name, the CEO, CFO, whoever yeah. the controller of Instagram is. Yeah. Um has come out and said, "Yes, it's 100%. We're struggling against it. YouTube and TikTok." We need to More. post video. Got it. And like now they even come out with like bonuses okay. where if you post reels, they pay you per like couple cent per Are reel. you getting paid for your social media stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's That's... a it's a source of income for cool. sure. And I think like one thing to point out, um, since you mentioned that and we're talking about like creators and yeah. kind of getting into this, is that it's a very bad or unhealthy logic to get into doing this with the goal of making money off of it. Sure. Because it's going to be inauthentic. It's not going to feel real. You're going to get mentally torn down because it takes long to build and to get to the point where you can make money off of this. It becomes a job. Well, yes, it's very much a job. But just the fact there's like you need to love what you do in order for it to be real and successful. Out, Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, whether you're a painter, a chef, a content creator, a doctor, 100%. If you have to love what you're doing and actually enjoy it to be successful at it. I'm a firm believer in that. Totally. And so same thing applies to when you're creating content. If you go into it like, hey, I, you know, I want to be a YouTuber. I just want to make ad revenue or whatever it is. Yep. You're not going to do well and you're going to get almost like disappointed and depressed when yeah. it takes longer or when you don't do well and yep. all of those things. And so it's very easy to forget that like, you know, it takes time and you just have to be enjoying what you're doing. There's no secret recipe, recipe, or... algorithm, yep. unlocking the secrets of like growth from zero to a hundred thousand yep. in 30 days. You have to make the connection and build the community for it to be successful. And like you said, you, you allude, you asked, is it a job? It is absolutely a full-time job. Mm-hmm. To the point where, you know, taking the time to respond to every comment, taking yeah. to respond to DMs, engaging with other accounts, commenting back on things. So let's talk a little bit about your method. Because, um, you know, I think all chefs or most chefs worth their salt definitely got involved in some um, virtual content during the pandemic, right? We were, all, we were all closed. Like, there was no restaurants. Yes. I mean, I did it. You know, I, I knew you were doing it. I mean, I think we talked about it. At some point, I was like, yo. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me some, give me some tips. Um, and mine wasn't really to create revenue. It was to stay relevant and engaged. It was like to let my people know, Hey, we're still here. We're still here. Yeah. Like I mean, I think a lot restaurant. of people got into it for that. Yeah. And so very good. I, li- I love that approach. Yeah. Just to like stay connected. Right now. That's obviously different than what you do. So the question is a couple questions. One, is this kind of your passion? Has this grown as like a, a product, a product of like, you love to do it and this is your you know your satisfaction in, in your cooking now i i think so and in a different way than cooking yeah because i originally started it early on 2020 march april whenever that was mm-hmm. um, i think it was march then Mar- everybody was March, like... april by then it's like oh my god lockdown orders yeah. staying inside mm-hmm. um but i just started cooking yeah i was like i'm gonna make food yeah. that i want to make and things yeah. i want to eat comfort food good food think recipes i hadn't tried yeah. before and we just Bella started filming me doing it. We mm-hmm. would like edit it together very roughly and just post it. Um, and seeing other people then recreate those recipes within hours or and days, like post them on your and thing, post them yeah. back. 
that was just as gratifying to me as cooking for people. Yeah. And so you're that getting people to cook a huge void mm-hmm. in that kind of like gratification that I was missing as a chef. Like, you know, we get, you know, we get enjoyment out of cooking and serving yeah. others. That's Taking why care we of people. do what we do. Taking care of people. Yep. So even though I wasn't able to travel anymore and wasn't able to cook for people, I was able to cook with people. Mm-hmm. And so that became a huge kind of way of feeling better about the current situation and getting through it yep. and now at this point fast forward it has very much become a job a a business a a focus in a different sense i still love it i enjoy it i like making content i like sharing recipes i don't necessarily like writing recipes if yeah. anybody out there follows me and <laughs> yeah. knows i don't post recipes very often yeah <laughs> when i do they're usually like behind a paywall or they're hidden yeah um for the reason i don't it, it's work yeah they're like people yeah, yeah. feel very entitled to a recipe these days and they it's, see something, and it's like they immediately. Re- recipes think, are not the sexy part of what we do. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, it's like it. yeah, it's the worst. And I just, I just am working on a cookbook now, and so. How's that going? We're, we're well, let's get let's get into that. Let's yeah, get into that's that. A whole nother conversation. So, yeah. So, and I want to know about your method now. You know, so you got into it, you know, because of the pandemic, and we had to do something. That was how you, you connected with your, your, um, your base and all yep. that. And now it's it's morphed into you know a job, a paying gig, a, a full time, and, and you're always posting really great content. What is your method? What's your how do you approach that? And because I mean I know when I was doing just the little stuff that I was doing, it's a lot of work to it's a lot of work. to do the shop to prepare all your stuff. So there's a I, lot to it. So what does I've that look gotten like for to you? the point where I am, and I don't know if it's a healthy addiction, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely addicted to filming everything that I do (laughs) everything that I eat and so I'm literally sitting on hours and months or weeks of content yeah and so because it's like I'll be making lunch I'll just set up my camera on the little tripod or the overhead thing and just film like whatever I'm making and usually I don't do anything with it it just sits in a folder on a hard drive and it's there and it's like, I, you know, I edit all my own content. I make all my own videos. I do all my own photography. And so, you know, it's nice to have that backlog yeah. because then you always have things to work on. Right. And if I ever get in a position where maybe I have an editor or I have a bigger team, I have mm-hmm. things I could give them. But my method is definitely just stay ahead on yeah. it. Just like, film everything. Film everything. Have it. You don't need to use everything, yeah. and that's like one of my like things I tell people as they're starting. I was like, just start filming everything, because mm-hmm. one, you have to get comfortable in front of being in front of the camera. That takes, and you don't always have to be in front of the camera. There are yeah. plenty of like successful content creators and creators and people who do this that never show their face. It's just their hands, mm-hmm. or they have their own stick, sh- their angle right. that they're not on it because right. not everybody is good on camera. That's sure. fair. But I, I, I got used to it. I like being on camera. People I love like talking your to the camera. People love seeing the mustache. Yeah. Um, I just recently found out from people because I like I've always been ca- not cautious. I've been cognizant of making sure that, you know, you look put together when you're mm-hmm. on camera. You don't look like yeah. you just rolled out of bed. Right. You don't want to be a schlep. You don't want to be a schlep. <laughs> and sometimes the mustache will look like a schlep when yeah. you wake up. Yeah. Um, but some like I've gotten some feedback where people were like, I actually really like those like Easter egg moments. Where you're like, where ooh, post jo- something. Joe's not all put together today. Yes. I'm going to save this one I'm in my real, favorites. I'm a real person, too. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I love and, that. You know, sometimes you don't have the mustache ready, but you needed an apple fritter, yeah. and you wanted to record and it. We got to go now. The oil's hot. The, uh, the oil's hot, or the fritter's here. You're yeah. not going to go do your mustache just to eat a fritter, <laughs> right. just because you want to share the fritter and the joy of the fritter right. with other people. And so it just, you know, sometimes that that stuff's out there. I got to pay better attention. I haven't seen the. Um, I haven't seen these. They're, they exist. Okay, like, I'm gonna have to know, go back. Have, I'm gonna have to go back through the. the I have archives. my YouTube channel now with like vlogs and travel and eating and like now that I'm back to traveling much more often. Yep. Um, I try to do at least like one vlog in each city that I'm in, whether it's like behind the scenes of the event that I'm doing or just like I was in Tucson. I did a taco crawl. It's like four different tacos. I say we. Yeah. I I say we, meaning me and everyone else in out there <laughs> okay. in the digital world. All of you. All come of with, you. Come with. Him. But it's I talk in yeah. the we sense. Yeah. So like I think even walking we're all together boat, in this. I was like, oh, we're on our way to go do a podcast, <laughs> yeah. and it's just me. Yeah, I love it. And but I say we because I'm so used to like feeling like okay. I have this so, so community. We, so 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 people should know that we is not you and your multiple personality. No, it's, it is. It's you and and everyone that's you. coming along. I like that. Yeah. So it's we, you, yeah. and me, yeah. and and maybe it's just the one person watching, so they feel you yeah. know that that they're closer connection. <laughs> but yeah, we is never a group. It's just me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and then and then part of the the process of well, you know, we talked about the process, creating the content, loving the creating of the content, then filming all the content, editing the content. And then the part that I'm not necessarily as good at where I really like lean heavily and is Bella. Okay. She's the, like my digital, she's my partner, but digitally mastermind yes. behind the entire Instagram brand and yep. everything Joe Sasto. She has that kind of eye and touch and inspiration for the music, for the, the words and the copy and for when, when in the order and aesthetic of things should look and come together. Yeah. So, um, so you lean pretty heavily on her for her taste uh, and, and all that stuff. Oh, yes. For, and, you're, and you're more the, the gatherer of content. I'm exactly. going to make the dish, do the thing, talk to the people, and then Bella helps kind of shape what it all kind of looks 100%. like. finished product look like. I would not be the same. It would not look as polished and finished yeah. without her expertise. And I think, <laughs> you know, that's not to be underplayed or taken for granted. And I think that's uh, could be. You know, just as hard, if not harder, yeah. than just making all of the content. Right. Because oh, having yeah. it in a presentable, digestible, aesthetically pleasing format that gets people to come back over and over again yeah. is, you know, the, the, the critical key to, to success. So does it kind of work like, so you put together whatever, the, let's say, the, the clip or the video or the whatever, right? Whatever it is you're doing that piece for. And once you get that kind of edited and put together, you kind of bring Bella and say, hey, okay. I drop it into, we have like, this uh, is what I got. I this have is... albums. So okay. I have albums. And then there are apps like planning or planner apps. Yeah. I think there's one, I forget what it's called. We use preview. Okay. And you lo it ties to your Instagram and it looks like your grid. Mm -hmm. And then you put in all your covers and you can move them around. And gotcha. so we have, you know, we try to stay a week ahead on it. But they're loaded in with just tons of things. And so anytime she gets inspiration, she hears her song, something she wants yeah, she to can, see. She can drop it in. She looks at preview and then sees what I have available. And says, this will work. This will work. Yeah. And then. Cool. So we have a system. That's sure. great. How much time do you spend creating the content, doing the editing, building the finished product? Oh, God. By percentage. You don't have to be super. Yeah, you know, it's so, it, it varies drastically. Mm -hmm. It takes hours sometimes to do one video because yeah. I'm like pulled in a bunch You're of all different over directions. The place. Got it. You know, it's all about multitasking, time management. And you know, one thing, some videos definitely are easier and quicker than others, like plating videos or cooking videos. I quick and easy. Yeah. Because you have less footage to work with. 
Yeah. You cook through the dish once. Yeah. Or you plate the dish once and you're done. Yeah. What takes me you really can, long plate it like is the pasta making videos. Yeah. Because I make, you know, 30 pieces of pasta. And so you do, you have 30 repetitions of the same thing to edit through. And then you watch each one and then you have to decide which, which one the you, best wa you want to use. <laughs> yeah. And then if you move the camera or you get three different angles, yeah. now you have 90 versions yeah. of... And you're obsessed with pasta. So now you're like, you spend a lot of time going, oh, wait, do I want this yes. one or that one? Yes. You're like, shit, hey, Bella. Which one do you which like one better? Looks better. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes I'll end up with like three or four exports of yeah. the same video. Yeah. And so okay. I'll like, you know, it works well for YouTube shorts and TikTok where I could just upload things in various times and it's less curated. Mm -hmm. um, where Instagram is definitely much more curated. We talked about yeah. being glamorous and yep. perfect. Yep. So Instagram usually only sees one version. Okay of whatever content it it's is like it's a one and done this is one and this done. is the show instagram doesn't see any of like my cooking vlog or my my travel and eating vlogs okay. my like I, I hate the word saying review restaurant yeah. review because i don't like reviewing i never give out ratings right i just like sharing, sharing my love of you food. Go. and so like i share me eating it's like almost like which i hate the word i don't know where mukbang it sounds so dirty. Yeah, like I don't know why. Like, like, it's like it sounds like you're doing something inappropriate. Yeah, um, you know. But <laughs> mukbang and like people just like to watch other people eat. And yeah. So that's very much what my travel, eating, and food blogs are more like. Just me enjoying the food, describing the food. I don't like giving out reviews. If yeah. something's not good, most chances are I'm not going to post about it. Yeah. I'm not going to post about it to say that's the, that's the Jonathan Gold situation. You're right. like, if it sucks, just forget about forget it, and move about on, it. find something there, better. There was one one time, and I don't know, Bella's may get, even get mad at me for saying this on here, <laughs> where it was I went to Pat and Gino's in Philly, the okay. two famous cheesesteak places. Yep. And they're so famous, I knew me saying and posting something negative about them was not going to hurt them. You know, right. it's like yeah, saying yeah, something yeah. bad about Disney. Yeah, yeah, they've been around forever. It does not matter does what not your matter. opinion is. It's, yeah, yeah, like Disney's going to keep going. Pat and yeah. Gino's is going to keep going. Yeah. And I, I went to Philly and I had to have the cheesesteaks and I knew Pat and Gino's was not going to be good. Like I knew it was. Yeah, it was overhyped. overhyped. It, was, it's like, it was a tourist. It's like going to Fisherman's Wharf and getting a bowl of clam chowder. Yeah. But I had to do the, it. The bread bowl. Yeah. In a bread bowl, please. And uh, I was so disappointed. Like really? talk about a miss uh, steak, uh, and it was just not good. I couldn't even eat it. I did. I gave it away to I think a homeless person that was walking by. Wow! And I was just like, this is terrible. Yeah, just so That's so sad, so bad. It's it's sad when that happens because like, well, you kind of knew, like you kind of had the feeling. You're like, all right, I this... knew going into it, it wasn't going to be yeah. good. Yeah, and but, there are but, things. But a cheesesteak is a, is a thing like it's like a burger. Like, when you're going for a burger, like, I don't eat a ton of burgers, but when I go for one, I'm like, God, I hope this is so good. You know? Because, like, yep. I love them. Like, I have a visceral joy when I eat a good burger. And the same thing with cheesesteak. And when it's bad, you're, like, so let down. Yep. It's like, oh, bummer. You just want it. And it wasn't. And so that was one time I think I posted on my story. I was like, I made a huge mistake. And just posted a picture of the Pat and Gino's like, in my hand. So you weren't blatantly no, dogging them. Like, you just kind of like. Wah, wah. I was like, this. I made a huge mistake and posted Pat and Gino's. And it was maybe up for like an hour or two before Bella saw it. Yeah. And was like, you got to uh -uh. take that She's down. She's like, no. got to take that Veto. down. Veto. 
veto. I got the veto card. And it's funny because one of our friends, she even noticed it was up. She was like, she was like, oh, yeah, you never post anything like that. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. this is seedy, man. Joe's feisty right now. She was like, it must have been really bad. Yeah. Wow. So which do, is there one is there one platform that you enjoy doing over another? Like, is it, is it Instagram versus like the YouTube's fairly new to you? Do you yeah, YouTube, that? I'm How's definitely it? late on the train. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you I, like it? I see YouTube as like almost like a means to an end at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I don't do YouTube as, you know, I wouldn't hate being a full time YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I like making content. I like filming things. I like talking to the camera. I like doing all the production, um, getting more into television and all of those things. But right now, YouTube is definitely just another outlet to put another version of myself or not not another version, another angle of myself out yeah. there for people to enjoy and consume. Yep. Joe Sasta. Yeah. In a way, you don't see it on any of the other platforms. Right. So they're longer so you videos. Do have, yeah. So you have a specific it's to, it's it's different content, longer video, longer. different format than your than the stuff that because a lot of, yeah and what you see on instagram will be you'll see a story of me going somewhere mm-hmm. which the one disappears in 24 hours and it usually you know i try to limit the number of frames because people get bored or yeah. the algorithm doesn't like a bunch of frames because it tracks if people <laughs> click through it or uh-huh. skip or swipe all of those things <laughs> so you got to keep it to your right keep your it right to the right volume because i know like i'm very much like a I will fly through people's story if they're moving the camera too slow. Yeah, you're like, nah, nah, done. You're <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, like, bye, you took, sorry. You took too long <laughs> yeah. to, to pan over. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm yeah. on board. <laughs> I'm on. The, I'm on the puppy smiling now. Yeah, I'm looking at puppy smiling. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm trying to be very cognizant yeah. of that too as I do it um, for other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you two obviously is a longer format, longer format sort of situation, and so you know, to me. If I, you know, you post YouTube channels in theory, you eventually get to the point where you're generating ad revenue and they're just kind of like functioning there for people to enjoy at their own leisure or leisure. I don't know. I'm a leisure man. Leisure. Yeah. And so either one's fine. Yeah. You know, that's 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 (laughs) YouTube in in a sense. I wouldn't say I like others anything more than the other. Okay. They're 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 each different. They're all just different. You enjoy them kind of. Yeah. 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 Do you miss the kitchen? The restaurant kitchen? Um, yes and no. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't miss having to go in every day and put out the fires. Mm-hmm. And not not literal fires for everybody listening. Yeah. Like, you know, but sometimes there are little sometimes fires. Sometimes there are, there are little I've, fires. Um, <laughs> but usually it's just, you know. You know, people calling out sick yeah. or things not showing up yeah. or. Fish is stuck in stuff wherever. Stuff missed. Um, you know, all of those things I, um, I don't miss. I don't miss like that. That, that pressure to have to be there every night mm-hmm. and expedite service and oversee every you gotta single plate. You got to show up. You got to show up every day. Um, or else it affects the overall experience of your place or people's. Which is know. like, it, you know, it's such a different angle now that I take because I still, I work seven days a week still. Mm-hmm. Like doing this creator, whatever you want to call it, chef yeah. creator. I'm still working every single day. Yeah. I still get up at 7 a.m. I still go to bed at midnight, 1 a.m. because I'm and I'm working the whole time. It's not like I'm sitting on my ass watching Netflix. I don't right. have time to watch Netflix. Right. It's literally <laughs> just as busy, if not more busy than when I was in a restaurant. Yep. It's just a different busy. Right. I have different things I'm doing, but still doing things all day long. And I think yep. that's part of like that glamorous side of Instagram. People don't see. Mm-hmm. They think like, oh, 
you know, yeah, it's Joe's all... just traveling and living yeah. the life of luxury. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, yes, no. I do. I'm very grateful and thankful to be able to do all of these really exciting, amazing things. Yeah. But I work very hard to be able to do that. It's a, would you consider it a grind? Like you're grinding out like it's yeah. I mean, I, for lack of a better word, because almost a grind makes it sound like it's not um, not enjoyable. OK, but how much of that work? Right. If it, you're working every day, you're doing the content, you're you're constantly busy. How much of that is like inspired, like engaged, like super positive work? And how much of it's kind of like, dang, this is like I'm behind. Like I got I got work to do. Um, you know, I got I got to like put would, my head down and get it done. I would say like 60 to 70 percent is the, the is good. It? OK, that's a good that's a good yeah. ratio. That's mostly I would say. Yeah, it's that's a, a passing like, grade. 30% maybe 30 to 25% is it's like, like a hustle the, like I got to focus uh, I got to get through this yeah. I don't want to write this recipe yeah. I don't want to write this proposal right. don't want to answer all these emails yeah, I got all these emails or a contract to review or whatever yeah, that's it fun. is Those are fun I've gotten very good at uh, reading legalese. Do you do all your own legal work, or do you have I have a- I have an agent, I have a manager, I have okay. an assistant. Um, I have a lawyer for like the bigger things. Yeah. Like a, I like always, a I always or... even like, even like when my manager reviews things for me, yeah. I still will read them too. I'm, right. I don't. You don't I trust somebody know. to do all your stuff. I want to know. Yeah. I'm not going to just going to sign something. Yeah. Even if they're like, hey, this is good for this you. You're good. like, I need, I need to know to what it. I'm signing. I want to read it because yeah. it's like, I want to know what I'm signing. I want to know like what, what, what the expectation what, is. What I'm being held to. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe one day I won't anymore, <laughs> but it's almost like that same thing. I remember being a young cook and seeing chefs you know celebrity chefs or whatever chefs uh-huh. show up for an event 20 minutes before the event yeah everything was done for them never they touch their mise en place they don't look or yeah. they look over everything shake a couple hands take a couple photos and then they're gone yeah and i never want to be that i could I've never always do told that. myself that i will never get let myself get to that point where i'm not actually like hands-on yeah. even just the day of like i very i've gotten to the point now where I'm so busy and going from thing to engagement to engagement that I'll send recipes in advance and people are prepping some of the things right. for me. Some of like the base recipes they take up, time. They'll do braises, they'll do some stocks, yeah. they'll make a puree. Um, then the day of, I always try to get there early. Yeah. Get your hands on in everything. The kitchen is er- like as early as anyone will let me. Mm-hmm. Because I do miss that part of it. Yeah. I do miss being in the kitchen. Yeah. I do miss prepping. I do miss cooking. I cooking do miss in, a, in an environment with like a lot up of other for cooks. service, getting all your mise en place and your pans, yeah. and it like it's it's therapeutic and it's uh, having everything in its place. I refer to the kitchen as my dojo. Your dojo. When I walk in, when I walk into any one of our kitchens, and any of the restaurants, and it's like. You know, maybe not as clean as I wanted, or it's not. Or they're having a hectic day. Somebody called out, and the place is kind of a. You know, you feel that energy of like, it's that oh shit, I I can't stand it. I go in there, I'm like, whoa, we need to fix the dojo. Right. Like we got to get every the feng shui is off. We got to get organized. Take a moment and reset. Yeah, let's everybody take a breath. Let's wipe down. Let's get set, yeah. and then we can get back into the groove. I can't, and I, and I can't walk into a kitchen where I haven't, like, had my hands on my chops. Yep. Like nobody cuts my chives for me. I do my own chives. You know, like, I totally respect that. Like, you kind of have to see it, feel it, you know, before you can just walk in and, and make magic yeah. with it. I'm not just going to ever be in that position. Yeah. Even if I have the, the opportunity to be right. in the position. Because you enjoy doing the cooking part. Because I enjoy doing the cooking. I enjoy doing the setup and going through those motions. Yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, like, you know, if you didn't love line cooking as a chef, like, before you were a chef. Yeah. 
this isn't the right yeah, career path yeah. for you. <laughs> right. Because it's like, I think if you talk to any chef, they're so happy to be able to line cook. Yeah, just, can I manage this can station? Can I just worry about <laughs> I want to worry about this station. I've got five dishes. I just want to line cook. It. I don't yeah. want to have to expedite or yeah. do anything else. Don't worry about what's going on over there. You know. Totally. It's when they have to line cook and expo and place orders and deal with everything else it's that hard. becomes that difficult. becomes work becomes work. Yes, it is hard. When did so? When did you start traveling again? I mean, we're still kind of coming know. out the tail end of uh, everything. I've been traveling. I mean, a bit, a bit, quite yeah. definitely a bit. And I mean, even coming out of COVID, I pro- you know I didn't travel 2020, obviously. Yeah. But I think 2021 it came became more as everybody started putting protocols into place. Yeah. You know, You're like okay, cool. I know what to do. Testing every day, testing yeah. when you get somewhere, before you get somewhere, testing on set every morning. Like, would I, you say you're totally dialed into like all that stuff now? Like, oh, are I'm you very, just like I'm, I know you've got your kits in your back. You've got all your test kits better and... than some of like the nurses that <laughs> yeah. are acquiring the tests. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I I'll be like, oh, we you know we didn't do the test yet today, and they're like, oh my god, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. You're like, you're oh, right. I have my yeah. results right here. Uh-huh. I've, I've got you. I'm like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> you know, are, which kind are we doing? What day does it need to be shipped to me? all all the things so definitely yeah one thing since we are talking about content and you know if anybody out there is listening that is an aspiring aspiring creator in that sense um one thing i always like to say is like you could do a lot of this with your phone like yeah everybody's obsessed with going out and getting a camera or a Canon or Sony and all like the, all this expensive stuff. The, the lights and the things. If you have a window of natural light and you have a cam- an iPhone, whatever, yeah. um, I can't speak to Android because I'm not an Android user. If you are, God bless you. Yeah. But definitely <laughs> in the world of iPhone here. And so you could do it all on there. Yeah. The editing is where it does get tricky. Yeah. There's an app called Splice. It's a paid app. It costs money, but it's cheaper than Final Cut Pro. Okay. But Final Cut is a great entry into editing. There may be free versions out there. I use Final Cut. I use Lightroom for my photos. But that that's really your only big expense. You okay. don't need to be going out and buying, buying all these all things. Buying all this stuff. I did one thing I always like to say when I'm like telling people if, is if you are going to buy things... Keep in mind, it's like it's an ex- it's a business expense yep. when it comes to like your taxes Tax time, and yep. writing things off. So definitely keep track of that. But I have made the mistake of always buying the cheaper version of something, mm-hmm. and then six months later needing to buy the better one. Yep, it doesn't do the things you need it to do, or it's and now outdated. I have or... like three or four tripods <laughs> because I finally now have like the three hundred dollar tripod that I didn't want to buy at the beginning. Right. Because I was like, $300 for a tripod, that's and you're crazy. like, I might not use it. What if yeah. I only use it part of the time? Yes. And now you're like, shit. Now, I wish I used this yes. thing all the time. And I use it all the time. Yeah. I should have just got the nicer tripod. Right. Same thing with like the lights. I was like, oh, you know, just a $20 ring light. Great. Now it's like I have four sets of lights because I finally got the nicer ones that I use all the time. Do you use the other stuff at all? No, 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 you're no, just, it's gone. You've yeah, leveled I mean, up and you're like, I, yeah. this, I should. And just... I've definitely grown into it though. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a challenge for me to recommend to other people. Cause it's definitely an investment. It's sure. Certain, it's expensive, but I'm at the point now where I'm, this is your main gig. I, I'm making money off of it. Yeah. I need the, it's worth investing in the right tools. Yep. It's like, you know, I could see it similar to chef's knives. Yeah, totally. You don't need a $2,000 Japanese chef's no. knife when you start line cooking. 
But eventually, you're going to be the sous chef or the chef that's butchering all of the fish and doing things really nicely, and you're going to need a good knife. Yep. And so maybe it makes sense to start with the cheap versions of things. Make sure right. you enjoy doing yeah. this. Learn you how enjoy. to sharpen it because you can. Yes. You can fuck up a knife pretty good. Um, <laughs> trying to and learn then how to sharpen it. Moving into the more expensive products, but yeah. I, you know, that's something to definitely keep in mind. Yeah. If we're talking, be, be cognizant about of it so it doesn't it doesn't catch up to you. Advice. Yeah. In getting into this space, as there's you know probably a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> that's no joke. The last thing I want to ask you about is how you see the next evolution of Sasto working. Oh, we got to talk Sasto. about Tonto's real quick too, because this is part of it. But like, are you, are you hoping to get more into doing the events, doing the traveling, like the wine and foods and the Aspens and all that? Or do you want kind of a healthy balance of like your content creating meets or, or what, what, how do you see this well, thing shaping I'll, up for I'll, you? I'll tell you this. It's always an evolution. Okay. It's an evolution. And I know more so of the things I don't want. Like, I don't want a restaurant anymore. Okay. At this point in time. Yep. Bella always tells me, she's like, oh, you will go back to wanting yeah. that. And maybe she's right. Yep. She's, she's a woman. She's always right. Yep. Um, but. But not right now. <laughs> I know right now I don't want a restaurant that I have to be at every day yep. and be attached to. Granted, you know, having a fast casual restaurant or scalable concept is still on the wish list. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a cookbook, like I said. I'm trying to get into more television and production. All of the content things. I have my pasta tool line. Yep. And then Which most, I need one of those badly. You do. And most <laughs> excitingly is I just launched a pasta snack line. Uh, called Tantos. I saw this. So puffed pasta snack. Think of it almost as like a plant-based chicharron. Yep. Same texture in four of the classic, my favorite Italian flavors, mm -hmm. tiramisu, cacio pepe, pesto, marinara. And so mm. now that I'm on the road and doing events and whether it's a walk around tasting or dinner, I find a way to work Tantos into it. Are you um, carrying bags of Tontos with you? I have them with me all the time like, now. Just, They're always they with me. Like stuffed in a pack. They come on the plane. I always try to, I'm sorry, I forgot to bring them. They're in my <laughs> hand. They're in my hotel room. I'll try to get you some yeah. before I leave. No, I will get them. Um, <laughs> and so they're, you know, right now we're a direct to consumer with them. Okay. As we're scaling, the demand is higher than we're able to produce. That's a quality problem. Which is a great problem to yeah. have. Yep. And but the problem being is that they are gluten. It is pasta. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these co-packers out there, we're having trouble finding ones that will do what we need at the scale that we need because, because of the, they because don't want they don't want gluten. Right. No they one don't, wants they, gluten because then they have to anymore. like it, it affects the other products yes, that they're that they're making, yep. that they're puffing, that Got they're it. turning into chips. So right now, uh, if you're interested, eattontos.com, eattontos on Instagram. Uh, we're doing monthly drops, like okay. limited edition shoes. You know, yep. we release it. When does it release? Is it a It's set? different every month. Okay. You sign up for the email reminder. It'll hit a you. A countdown say. goes on the website, like usually two weeks or so before. So you'll get see the ticker at the top. Mm -hmm. That'll say however many days, hours, seconds. And How then fast are you selling out? The past couple of months has been sub 10 minutes. Wow. Holy shit. You got to have your... Have you have your, to be. You, you got to be on the on. And it's like I'll get your text. Apple Pay I ready get, to roll. Yeah, I get texts from friends, and they're yeah. like, "I missed it." And yeah, I'm you like, gotta give Sorry. me. A, you gotta give me a text like the day before you drop yeah. the notice. My family's still <laughs> like they have a hard time getting them, and so like there's gonna be a Tonto's in, black market out they're there. They're in demand. Are, You're not the first person that said that. I know. I think uh, they're definitely. It's funny. I was just prepping them for uh, the event here that I'm doing tomorrow. 
And one of the chefs tried one. He was like, oh, man, these are so good. Have you ever thought about bagging them? This is such a good snack. <laughs> You're like, bro, don't you know who I am? I was like, oh, yeah. I'm uh, the creator of that's, Tonto's, That's man. why you're not well, the first person to say that. And it always started with, why are, why, why don't you bag these? Yeah. Well, how long have you been working on it? Because when we it's were on, been when a we two-year When we were on All-Stars together, you were talking about it's it. Been like a, you were, it's been in two years easily from inception longer than two years. Yeah. Making the product, developing the product, figuring out the flavors, making the spice blends, coming up with the exact like methodology mm -hmm. of it. And then the branding, the packaging, the design work, finding people to do all of that. Luckily, I have a really great partner who also is like one of my best friends. And so he runs the whole business side of things. He's nice. an entrepreneur and started his own business from his dorm room that now is wildly successful awesome. in, the, in the pet chew toy industry huh. sign me up <laughs> and so he was looking for a new endeavor he was a big fan of mine and pasta making yeah. and cooking he tried them he was one of those people that was like have you ever thought about bagging these <laughs> yeah. i was like i have but i have yeah. no idea how yeah he's like well you got you any let, ideas will guy you let yeah. me figure it out for you and yeah. i was like, You're like hell yes, yes. Yeah. sign me up that would be great <laughs> <laughs> sign me up uh so that's always you know the best case scenario is when nice. you could put position yourself and surround yourself with people that do things better than you mm -hmm. and let them do those things better than you. 100%. And I've heard, I've heard people say that, like, I don't know if there's any truth to this because I haven't mentally been able to wrap my head around it. But I've heard that, like, even find people that could do something 70% as good as you and let them do it. Because yeah. then you that frees you up to do other things. I, that's, I don't know because I don't like. I think that's the chef in us. Don't yeah. like giving up that much control. Yes. Unless it's at least like 99% of what yeah. we could do. So one thing, uh, the only thing that I can speak to that, cause I have a bunch of restaurants now, like we're blowing up, which is awesome, but I could not do this on my own. Right. And if I was not able to relinquish control, we would have exploded in a ball yes. of fury and fire. Yes. And sunk to the bottom As of the ocean. As an operator and an owner of anything, yeah. you have to be able to relinquish You gotta be control. able to relinquish control. You gotta be able to trust people. I mean, we still have our growing pains and we have our issues. Um, and our team is outstanding. Like we have great people around us. Many of them do their work way better than I can. Um, so to speak to that, I always, we always look for the best people. And when we find them, I'll almost stop at nothing to to bring them on board right. and and make them happy and make them part of our team. But um, but you do have to be able to 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 settle for other people doing, you know, yes. realizing some of your vision. You know, I think that's important for for expansion. Absolutely. So go back to you get hit Tontos. Now I want to talk about not a restaurant. Not a restaurant. Um, I, I like doing a lot of things. Yeah. I like not being singular. Mm -hmm. And so I see that as more of the future of what I am doing. Yep. Trying to find ways to combine it all into one fluid. Because the more things you do, I think the more you can reach people. And maybe people don't cook or get to eat my food, but they really like uh, snacks. And yeah. so they Tantos have my snack food. Or thing. maybe they are not into watching content, but they make pizza, and so they have my pasta tools. Um, or yeah. maybe they don't care about any of that other stuff, and they actually are big foodies or TV fans, and so they come to dinners and events. Yep. Um, and I get to interact with them like that. And so I think just the more things I can do, the better. And so I'm always like holding myself to a standard where it's like I feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. And I think that's always a challenge in this space is to remind yourself to take the time to like 
acknowledge your accomplishments mm -hmm. and your successes and where you are because it's very easy to fall into that trap of comparing yourself to others what other people are doing their and successes their successes their whatever. and that whatever chapter of their life that they're on yep that's not you that's right. not yours yeah. and i think like we I, i'm one i'm was alluding to that earlier with like kind of like the dangers of getting into this content space is that it's easy to compare yourself to what everyone else is doing. Mm. How many you, followers do they you have? You start how to many? get down on yourself. How quickly other people put out videos, how often other people are posting, how many followers they have. Oh, you see this person doing all these brand deals, but you don't know what's going on. Behind yeah. that they could be getting hoodwinked. They could be getting in, hoodwinked. Yeah. They cannot be happy. They cannot yeah. be enjoying it. They could have they a team have a of contract. 40 people yeah. helping them. Sure. And you're comparing yourself to them, and it's just you. Right. And so, you know. Being that, honest with yourself, with what you're doing, be honest your with accomplishments. Yourself, with your accomplishments, what you're doing, and acknowledge every small win yeah. for yourself. And so I, I need to get better at that. Yeah. Because... I constantly tell myself I'm not doing enough and it's like I could be one of the business business people that I know in mm -hmm. my circle. Yes, there are definitely other people more busy to me, but I got a lot going on. Gratefully, thankfully, I couldn't do it without surrounding myself with strong, powerful women that yeah. are able to help influence a lot of my decisions. I realized I was talking to someone I was like, "Oh, yeah, my manager, my agent, my uh, everybody is a woman that Yeah. I have no men in my life and i think maybe that's for the best it could be you know i'm down with that we have a lot like many of our managers and our executives and our vps in our group are women i think they outnumber the men in our group it's even fun. even some of my best chefs yeah. are women so go women you go know women. yeah i want to talk about another time i want to get you on another podcast and i oh, want okay. to talk about i want to talk about sasto off the camera and what you do when you're not creating content like all that good stuff like if you could if you could not be on camera for a week and not record any content what would you be doing you don't don't answer it now i want you to think about it because i know this because you could because you, you talked about i find myself yeah that's hard like what would you do because you're always i mean you were recording walking down the dock coming to the boat like just yeah. strolling on the dock so if you had to not like you weren't allowed to create content for a week what would you do with yourself don't answer now we're gonna get we're gonna do another podcast like in a couple weeks maybe yep. I'll, get, I'll grab you on a zoom and uh -huh. we'll just we'll do a quick kind of like follow-up to yeah yeah no that's is that good. cool yeah very cool i'll awesome. think about that sweet that would be that sounds so see that that's the that <laughs> is a testament to yes i'm addicted to Right, because right now your mind is blank. You're like, I'm like blank. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not allowed to film yeah. what I do for a week. Well, why would I get? On I that? wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Then. <laughs> and then you're like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What kind of person says that? Yeah. So, yeah. So, 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 so you got to think about that, <laughs> Joe. Thanks for um, being on Eating Habits, man. It was awesome to catch up with you. I haven't seen you in forever, man. The best of luck to you, dude. I'm Thank so, you so, so much. So good to be on the. Remind me of the name of our vessel. SV Blue Healer. The SV Blue Healer. Blue Healer. The SV Blue Healer. Why? Yeah. That's, why is that a mouthful? Uh, <laughs> SV Blue Healer. I don't know. SV Blue Healer. Come come sail on our boat with us. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was fun. See you next time. <laughs>